0: Imagine, that it is night time. You are all alone, on an overlook that spans
1: hundreds of miles. There, you can not only see the land, but also gain a full appreciation of the universe above you. The stars, they shine bright tonight, almost too bright.
0: You are alone, and yet, you can never be alone
1: ever again. The stars, the stars, they seem to be fading, and your vision with them, and with that, you remember exactly where you are. Greetings, Grandad here, and here to bring you a few things before we kickstart the show today. Firstly, a listener's message to say that the jokes and impressions in this show are simply for the purpose of entertainment and not meant to cause any offence. It would be great if you could take a moment to rate us on Apple Podcast and drop us a review if you are enjoying the show. Find us on our Facebook page, Better Show, and there you will find more spooky tales, both fiction and non-fiction. And lastly, don your tinfoil hats, crack your heads back as far as they will go, and look to the stars, because tonight is going to be a better show.
0: So welcome back to episode number twenty-seven. I think it's where we're at of Better Show. I am Grandad, and today I'm joined by Jeff. Is it Jeff De Jeff 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 or?
2: <laughs> you are absolutely one hundred percent correct. That was my born given name, uh, Jeff Jeff De Jeff. Um, oh my God! Can't change it legally, but
0: no. So do you want to take us through like the spelling of that?
2: Yeah. So um, it's J E F F E.
0: Yeah.
2: Um and then, then you obviously you have to put a comma after the first gen, Well obviously, yeah. And then the second is J G uh, E O F F Yeah. Um and then followed by um obviously a D and then yeah. a comma uh, <laughs> with J well J E F F E again. So yeah. it's um it's kind of um i mean it's it's a british name yeah i suppose um uh it's just got a lot of um emphasis on the word jeff yeah
0: Don't have to be noticed. it's got basically every single spelling so before we yeah. start off the core topic of this episode i wanted to say because i usually have to plug every so often when i met when i fuck up during an episode and I made a pretty big fuck up during our satanic episode where I was talking about the order of nine angels and it's actually uh, it's pronounced and spelt the order of nine angles so that was me being incredibly dyslexic um, oh, so right. apologies Sorry. for that one because half of the episode was me spouting true facts but the name of the satanic organization was said entirely wrong so <laughs> oh, right. they you? no no I was They're listening to it like- I was listening to House. another podcast where they were talking about and and they said the order of nine angles and then they described the order and it was exactly the same as the one that I'd found. So I thought, oh shit, is it them fucking up or is it me? And it, it was me. It was me. Right. So in this episode today, going back to our mythological creatures and creatures of legend and folklore, we are going to be covering the Sasquatch. And the, the core question being, is a Sasquatch a descendant of a great ape or from Homo erectus? So I have found the 10 most active frequent sightings of the Sasquatch, uh, specifically within the U.S., and I've also found the number. Uh, they didn't say what date this was taken by, but the number of sightings within each location. So first of all, Pennsylvania had 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 98 sightings. New York had 101. Colorado had 110. Michigan had 141. Illinois had 176. Florida had 207 ohio had 224 oregon had 227 california now shooting up to 425 and washington to
1: 528.
0: wow yeah do you think there's just a lot of a lot of very tall hairy men And a lot of very concerned elderly folk. (laughs) Yeah.
2: The one that surprised me was New York. I mean, it's mostly an industrial capital city.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if this is a lot of drunk people seeing, again, hairy large people. I mean, I don't
2: think Bigfoot would get very far. No. Especially walking past, like, the 12 Starbuckses until he realises that. (laughs)
0: Hang
3: on it's going
2: on here bigfoot's just walked past my window like what the fuck
0: do you reckon sasquatch uses the cover of um international conventions? so whenever there's like a comic-con or a film con on they just blend he in.
2: Right in yeah and, like people take loads of selfies and then he goes back to his forest yeah and he's like go jumps onto facebook
3: or whatever
2: <laughs> writes all the comments obviously and then
0: all the tags that he's in, mm. and yeah, it probably
2: just makes him, you know, like treats Comic Con as like an international day out. I, mean, I mean,
0: yeah, it's International yeah. Sasquatch Appreciation Day. Yeah. So oh,
2: wow, that, those numbers are surprisingly high. I thought most, of, well, during the research, a lot of them were coming from like North Dakota,
0: mm.
2: Illinois.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, sort of places very wood woodland based i
0: really. mean illinois for me only has 176 it's only the fifth most um fifth or sixth most sighted yeah. place and how many of these bigfoots
2: are there if they're getting florida <laughs> especially that's like
0: well florida i can imagine yeah probably a bit
3: more um Open. a bit more some
2: greenery out there isn't it? There? yeah
0: more, um yeah. Yeah, that's so weird hmm. So for my uh, research in particular I used a 2019 book Bigfoot, Bigfoot documentary And it focuses on an island And in this particular il- island it specified That um, it doesn't have much in the way of wildlife At least wildlife that could be misconstrued as being Bigfoot So no bears, no deer or anything like that Yeah. And the Sasquatch is said to have existed for hundreds of years By early Canadian tribes so, it the documentary makes the point that a giant squid for a long time was um, decided as not being scientifically possible until it was proven by science, and then people changed their minds from the legend perspective of the giant squid that had existed before. So, the, I guess the reason why they built that up is that sign that the the Sasquatch exists within legend and myth until science is going to prove otherwise. Yeah, see, that's
2: that's where obviously my research has come in and it's a little bit like it's gone both ways mm. and it's this whole the interesting thing about this is the whole thing is like you can either take a pinch of thought with it or you like you believe it
3: yeah to bit it. and what I found was a lot of the things that sparked the, the initial case and the initial attraction to Bigfoot mm. um, was very much like obviously in this um, found out that obviously in the early 60s and um, the original
2: case um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it is the the
3: footage where it's you know like bigfoot walks across an
2: open
0: plane yeah so that's the Roger and, Patterson film of 1967. Yeah
2: yeah that's it the roger patterson one and well turns out that was found out in the early 2000s was like believed to be a prank Hmm. um some investigators still highly consider it to be real footage as well um but the interesting thing is where this kind of whole sort of 60 years shall we say of like uh, documented proof has gone sort of like out the roof on one end and kind of the other stories that work around it that don't seem to be in the limelight like much seem to be the more prominent, like, believable cases. So, mm. for exa- example, um, there was this gentleman who... Uh, he was I think he was born in North Carolina... Um, he had a birth defect where yeah. his basically hair would grow out of him, and of course you've seen all these kind of documentaries of people with um, that birth disorder where they've got hair coming out like their fingers, coming out like like parts of their body where hair doesn't normally grow more than a foot out out of. And this guy basically got mocked by his town. Um, he was—he wasn't really accepted in society, and he went off in the forest, yeah, and started somehow raised a family. I'm not sure how, but um,
0: <laughs> did he kidnap a family? Her. When you say he raised a family, I don't—I don't, I don't yeah. know about you, but science suggests heavily that there needs to be a female involved on at some point. Yeah,
2: well, that's the thing. Maybe he, you know, like the Tarzan and Jane story. Maybe some woman walked in the forest and she was like, hey! Um,
0: <laughs> you're a giant naked it's not hairy nice, man. You're
2: nice enough, because like, obviously he could speak speak English. Or, yeah, And um, this is where I believe, like, personally, this
0: is more believable mm. than capturing, oh, I saw someone who looks like Bigfoot walk
2: through an open plane and there's that dodgy camera view and you know yeah. that to me seems like plausible because um, indigenous. This is what happens to people and like obviously when they're not accepted by society, they they become indigenous. They you know they don't like they don't want to be known. They keep themselves well hidden. You know it, it's essentially like basically it's a turn on the society that we live in today. Hmm. Um, and it's very much what the um i don't know like if you know about the indigenous people who live in the islands outside of in- india
0: yeah yeah
3: um, who
2: who have kept themselves far far away from modern civilization
0: mm. isn't that and, the one where the yeah. uh pre the christian guy went over and tried to preach god and got like um shot yeah. to death <laughs> yeah so yeah
2: he uh yeah that that's Obviously, that's that's another story in itself. Mm. Um, obviously, we can leave that for a future, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> future stories. But, uh, but in brief summary, he he went over to see if they uh, the people were okay after the tsunamis had hit mm.
3: in that region. Yeah, and they come out and basically beat him with rocks and <laughs> killed him. With, Spears and stuff, and yeah, and the yeah. Indian government have actually got a, uh,
2: a ban on visiting in and within like five or ten kilometers of that region. You cannot go near the shores or anything of that area because it's lethal to it. And that I I personally think, like Bigfoot, or should we say, we call him Jeff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, we will call him jeff for uh, um example
2: i believe that he kind of doesn't want to be no you know leave him be yeah and I let him if you know if if people go out hunting for him
3: mm.
2: and there's been a number of cases where um people have actually gone out to like obviously find him For days, so he's clever enough i'm sure he would hide himself um to be out of plain sight and um
3: mm.
2: it's just enough um I think it's 1977. Um, China actually have a, uh, a considerable uh, background story with Bigfoot. They actually have a national park, mm. um, which uh, attracts like thousands of visitors a day. Like, yeah. for uh, and they've got a big statue of Bigfoot. Um, but they went to <laughs> they went to arms left length to get the military involved to seek him out <laughs> Amazing. they had no luck of course but yeah. um, uh, <laughs> like in most cases really mm. um but they there's this one guy I can't remember his name off the top of my head but he basically dedicated 42 years to his life to try to find the the Chinese um big firm mm. and um yeah it's it's so such a a bizarre thing that you know obviously like people are invest a lot of time and a a lot of um a lot of like thought goes into
3: like you know are we gonna find bigfoot of course um but yeah uh, i don't know if you know about obviously the fbi were involved
0: Yeah, well, I know, like you say, that there were a lot of people that were involved and have put time into it. So there were casts that were, I don't think we've even talked about the footsteps. So there were casts that were taken of the footsteps in the trails that have been found of the supposed bigfoot sightings. And one of the cases was known as Cripplefoot. So once the foot had been reconstructed, it seemed that the foot would have had to have been able to support a creature that would have stood around about eight feet tall. And the argument was made in 1972 that the pathology of the footprint was uh, that was found was would have been near impossible to hoax at that particular time.
2: Yeah, uh, I, um, I kind of agree with the scientist that, um, that like, because the fact that he's gone ahead and thought about it, the way it
3: runs and mm. the imprint that is left when it's running doesn't quite um, match
2: up to a human foot sort of running at that speed. Yeah. Um but then again I'm still like I've seen some of these these prints and I'm thinking, well, maybe just someone stood in that area for a long time and they sunk into the ground.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: uh, but interesting enough uh you're talking about um obviously imprints of feet. Um yeah. uh, you know about uh Mount Everest the the yeti sightings, and yeah, yeah. the yeti um, footprints. Mm. Um, I was actually looking up that, and if guys I don't know if you've seen that, it's basically like it. It's weird. It looks like a hand gripping onto the floor, mm. um, and but it's at least a good like length uh, to it. But it's kind of like has just evolved from a.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like you're describing some some kind of ape hand. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so moving on slightly, so with the going back to the Roger Patterson film, which was the 1967 film, it was Bob and Roger that went uh to yeah. Biff Creek Trail, and there their horses noticed. Uh, it was noticed that their horses ha- started to act up. And there they saw the creature and managed to document it with a handheld camera. So that's the footage that you can find online. A tracking dog called, called White Lady yeah. was used to track the creature. And when the dog was uh, put towards the scent, it was said that the hair stood up on end, that there was something really wrong about the trail that the dog didn't like at all. So there are, like you say, there are those that claim to be part of a possible hoax that's that's linked into the film that was filmed in 1967. And unfortunately, the media, once they heard about these people claiming to be part of it, they decided to take that on as fact. So those claiming to have worn a massive wooden um, carved feet on their own and basically traipsed all around. um, It seems impossible to some to have been a true claim as the carvings are way too crude to, of course, the the tracks that have been found and the idea of having large stretches of natural looking tracks that they'd also apparently hoax seemed um, unlikely to have achieved. So, um, Bob Hieronymus and Philip Morris claim to have been involved in the creation of the Bigfoot costume with Bob being the one inside the suit. However, their tales of the suit do not match up like the tales in the way that the suit was constructed. Plus the way the costume construction took place and the lack of vision that would have been available to Bob seem implausible with the ground that he was walking on being all uneven and the creature in the film seemed to walk with a fair amount of confidence. The point is also made that the walk is not something that comes naturally to humans. The foot is raised far higher while walking and uh, than the human foot does, and this is known as a walking gait. Um, so... There was also wrist movement in the 1967 film with the Sasquatch arms that were far longer than any human arm. So uh, in the documentary that I watched, it was mentioned that there was a possibility of the person inside the costume having long wooden poles that they hung that they held onto in order to create the longer arm. But then there would have been no way to achieve that that wrist action. Um, And any human size uh, would have had issues with walking and the creature looked like it was walking in, quote, its birthday suit. So the Sasquatch or Bigfoot community is looked upon as being an asylum that's being overtaken by the inmates and this is coming from those who actually believe in the Sasquatch. These comments are raised towards these organisations because of the multi-dimensional theory. I don't know if you've ever come across this.
2: <laughs> um, I have heard of it before. Um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm too familiar in that sub-genre. That, sub but um, yeah. I mean, are you sure that happened? Even more than happy
0: to brief me on it, I don't mind. Oh, I don't know all that much about it. All I know from a sum up is that, that Bigfoot can travel to these multidimensional planes. And then there was one person during a conference that raised the point, if Bigfoot was shot and killed in this plane, would he then transport back to another plane? But so that was all I got from that. It just seems that it's like people taking the idea of the UFO lights in the sky and then inventing yeah. the greys and the reptilian people. It's something that spouted out from there
3: that would
2: probably uh explain why he's appeared in so many places like New York.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's also teleporting. <laughs> he's
2: teleporting, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's bizarre. Um
0: so, Paul Freeman um, started up a wooden bank and also managed to capture another Sasquatch on camera along with a small, smaller Sas- Sasquatch that, he came, ac- that yeah. he came across. After the incident, he heard screams that, well, the way that I described it, um, and it actually had him pinned down for two hours. Uh, the scream sounded like, it sounded like a piano. You know, like where you get a cat piano and you can achieve the different pitches. It was exactly the same thing, <laughs> but it, it, was, it was exactly like that. It's just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was just like different pictures of a human screen, but it also had a kind of gargling quality to it. Yeah. And this was a recording that was taken by Sergeant Cooper on the eve of November 1975. So John Green is also an investigator of sightings um, that had been reported, but another witness stated that the creature was only six to six and a half feet tall, contrary to its eight or almost 10 foot recordings in the past, and had thrown an 18 inch rock across a 40 foot bog as some kind of territorial display towards the man in question at the time. So British Columbia has also seen the creature and in this document um, the creature was unconscious by the side of a railway and that was um, suspected to have taken a fall and knocked itself out. It came to an attempt to escape but was captured and taken to a machine shop in town. It was described to have been covered in short black hair and fingers uh, ran in all all in one direction so no opposable thumbs like we have and has five toes like a human. The creature that could twist uh, so The way that it's strength was described, it was a creature that could twist a stick in two instead of snapping it. And it was described as being very close to that of an ape. It seems unlikely that the creature was imported as due to the time the creatures, like apes, were considered very exotic and would not have just been dumped by the side of a railroad. It was uh, meant to be sent to England for further study, but somewhere along the line the creature actually disappeared. And it is suspected that the creature during the journey had died and because of the fear of sickness and plague, the body was dumped
2: yeah so you've um i take you you've seen the film uh missing link
0: i haven't actually no
2: yeah um so that's um i mean it, you know that it's kind of this yeti that or bigfoot's so uh sasquatch that um travels to uh england with um i believe charles darwin and um mm. he uh Yeah, like proves his existence, I suppose. Um, But yeah, that's that's one of the latest media outtakes of him. I mean, what he is—he the missing link? Is yeah. Is this this where DNA and like, well, DNA has turned a turned a step backwards in evolution, and Mm. during the course of becoming a human, went the other way. You know, the like DNA is a strand of everything. You know, there's multiple multiple layers in which a human or you know the, the developer eight can go in different milestones you know? yeah and yeah. um that's quite interesting and that, the thing is that that's probably what makes it less frequent or like you're gonna have less less of them because obviously because doesn't like like it being extinct probably is probably
0: into itself really yeah and because of human development no doubt is pushing the Sasquatch's territory more and more um, more and more kind of into itself so like you say there's there's a possibility that they're disappearing due to not even us going out searching for them just through us spreading out So, yeah. uh, and it's an interesting thing that you mentioned with the missing link because it was something that I raised with the first ever podcast that we did when we covered people. although it's been disproven <laughs> the aquatic ape theory it was another part of like a split off of our evolution that would have allowed yeah. these creatures to almost de-evolve into an aquatic ape so um Going actually back to what you mentioned in China, it was in the mid-1930s, a jawbone was found in a cave in China that was said to be of an 8 to 10 feet tall creature. And the... Um, so the Chinese originally... Uh, the original location of the Sasquatch um, was a, supposedly joined by the Chinese continent year, well hundreds and thousands of years ago. So that's the link yeah. that the, the, the Sasquatch back then could have crossed into the Chinese... Um, borders and spread out from there so another compelling piece of information it's the last piece i've got before we go into something a little bit more fun but it's still it's still relating along the sasquatch line so another compelling piece of information is that the sasquatch eyes are said to glow during the night unlike humans and it's not something that could have been achieved uh, by a crude human hoax uh these are uh, those who believe um so there are those who believe that Trying to convince people that the Sasquatch exists is futile, because the fight, the fight uh, of the scientific world is and towards the existence of Sasquatch, is that the scientific community will only take it seriously if there is a body of a Sasquatch in front of them.
2: Yeah, this is uh, that's, that's obviously the case with everything. You know,
0: the, yeah, you need physical proof yeah, in uh, order to uh, confirm it. i don't know if you heard about the. The FBI have actual files, uh, which date, up, date back
3: 48 years worth of um, uh, like findings. And um, one of the, the interesting things
2: that uh, was sent to the FBI uh, was um, hair, 15 hair strands.
3: Mm. Um,
2: and when they tested, they, um, they couldn't test to see
3: if it was any known um, animal. Yeah. That it existed in
2: our sort of like, in our encyclopedia, mm. and uh, so the FBI obviously would normally would dis- dismiss this case being so bar- barbaric. But the fact that they haven't means that they're covering up something. Mm. Um, oh, okay. And they're keeping something, you know, like private. Mm. Really.
0: Yeah. Um, there was false claims to say that the. They turned out to be deer hares through testing, but this hasn't been confirmed. Okay. So my last fact for this, um, I guess, true fact, would be that J.W. Burns was the one to have come up with the term Sasquatch in the 1920s. So moving on to still with Sasquatch, but some of the fun fun stuff out there. And known as Rule 34 of the internet, if it exists, there's probably a porn of it. (laughs) So, <laughs> um, I, I I'm going to be honest. I've never seen anything of such nature. Um, okay, well, unfortunately, I have. So, in Bigfoot erotica, it would seem that the creature poses as a sexual prowess that can uh, that can be matched by no mortal man, and nearly always the woman in the tail is left satisfied. Big, Big <laughs> Bigfoot is a representation of the ultimate alpha male. So. I happened across a book on Amazon written by Virginia, Virginia, I think it's Virginia, V I R G I N I A, yeah, Virginia Wade called Come for Bigfoot, obviously spelled C U M. (laughs) 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 So the (laughs) book. Okay, so the back of the book reads on a wedding, uh, uh, sorry, on a week long outing in Mutt Hood National Forest what begins as a uh, flirty fun filled trip soon turns into a nightmare where an ape-like creature kidnaps a group of teen girls with the purpose of proc- procreating with them thus beginning the erotic adventure of a lifetime <laughs> and wow. and an inc- how many hours did you sit through this i, I haven't actually read it I, I might i might buy it but <laughs> i <laughs> i just found the description so it is an an. an inconsistent An inconceivable love story between a young woman and her horny sasquatch. It's it's described as the right mix of horror and erotica by Scarlett Jones. If you like, how's that
3: horror? That
0: sounds. Well, I don't know. Maybe because, like it said at the beginning, a group of girls get taken. Maybe the others get killed because they're not sexy enough. I don't know. So, not
3: pleasurable enough.
0: Maybe not. So, if you like a skillfully developed group of characters, a descriptive setting, and a plot that actually has you rooting for the characters, you'll like this read. Um, so th- that that was uh, written by the author of Breeding Mum and Daughter and Breeding the Millionaire. So I don't know what the fuck those books are <laughs> so now know. we now know so i also found another book believe it or not also on amazon called bigfoot and the bridesmaid sex with bigfoot book one written by uh sorry written by horton wet <laughs> and that's wet <laughs> that's Wet, wet spelt w-h-e-t-t yeah so I yeah so much to her pleasure jill discovers that what they say about guys with big feet is very very true after breaking up with her boyfriend for, uh, for cheating on her, Jill is no is is in no mood to serve as bridesmaid for her friend's wedding. But the time with her friends and the uh, the scene of a beautiful a beautiful lakeside lodge in the Pacific Northwest proves to be helpful in soothing her heartbreak, even so feeling the feeling of loneliness and pent-up desire continues to plague her thoughts at least until she meets uh, Mr. Tall, dark, and hairy although <laughs> although monstrous in, a, in appearance, Jill finds herself ir- irresistibly drawn to him and discovers that not only Sasquatch is capable of bringing her heights of sexual pleasure that she never thought possible, but in this uh, but in his own way, he is a, a very considerate lover as well uh, the book contains ninety nine Amazon. The book contains, believe it or not, explicit, explicit erotica, content including monster sex and huge, huge size penetration. And is... Whoa, and, <laughs> <with> <laughs> and is intended for a mature audience ages 18 and over. So to our younger audience and, uh, listeners, this is not for you.
2: And um, very sort
0: of, you know, oh, God. Uh, people
2: are fetish about, obviously, Bigfoot. Um, yeah. All those fans out there, that hey guys? that's
0: only book 1. Yeah, that's book 1 of God knows how many. I I think it actually has 5 stories within a one volume. So there may be other oh, volumes of it's a compendium further stories. I don't I don't know. But so I also happened across a film that I started watching earlier this year but couldn't finish and decided to finish for the purpose of this this bit of research and it is a confusing film called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then Bigfoot. I don't know if you've ever <laughs>
2: It was, just, uh, it was just, on his. Um, it was on this list of things to do, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Hitler's done. <laughs> let's move on to Bigfoot. A, it's going to be a bigger to- totalitarian outbreak than
0: this. right. Right. Well, Hitler's done. Screw Gorbachev. Screw everybody else. Yeah. Let's um, move on to this let's mythological brief. Yeah. So the lead goes on a mission to find and bring back the body of the Sasquatch. He shoots it, however it survives that first encounter, later encountering the beast on a high point of this mountain range. The creature was dying and despite the fact uh, that the original job was to kill it, he could not bring himself to do so and watches as the creature dies. He places his hand into the open hand of the creature and gathers wood to burn the body, not wanting the body to be claimed. However, once the fire was lit, the creature comes to and scrambles away. Uh, With the lead in tow once again with his gun in hand, the creature jumps on him in the woods and despite uh, being cut and stabbed multiple times, the creature manages to maul the ear of the lead. Both were in pretty bad shape, but just before passing out the lead had enough strength to put one more bullet through the creature's head and it, while it was pleading for mercy on the ground. The depiction of the creature in this particular feature was uh, nowhere near as tall as it's been documented with the stuff that we've covered so far in the show. Um, and it is a more, like, more ape-like creature with brown hair travelling more hunched over than upright. It's a bizarre um, film. It's really really freaking weird and I- I'd recommend check it's on Netflix. I'd recommend checking it yeah, out. It's uh, uh, it's a bizarre watch. For sure. I just
2: like how he's just he's just jumped from <laughs> one extreme to another. It it fascinates me. I mean <laughs> What's the
0: is there any connection with Hitler and Bigfoot? No, not at all. And it's it's so weird cuz it goes back and forth and you don't really know what the young version of this guy is and then he has a, ch- a child or a grandson, he gets all sad about that and someone he can't meet and then he has to go into a load of fire. I don't know what the hell's going on for half that film. <laughs> the Bigfoot bit, believe it or not, is probably the most easy to follow, <laughs> but the rest of it's just so difficult. Right, well
2: that's one what watch
0: list yeah i'd recommend it but i mean that's all the facts that i've got for bigfoot at the moment i don't know if you've got anything as well as
2: well um no just uh i don't know if you remember there's a late 80s classic film very sort
3: of like family orientated called um uh harry and the hendersons yeah um yeah uh i mean it might be
2: somewhat of meme worthy these days but um, it's very much like a happy-go-lucky film. Yeah, um, it's very much the family moved to the uh, cabin in the woods. Uh, doesn't sound bad at all, but nah. they of course come across uh, Bigfoot, mm. who um, they keep as I, I don't know. They run him over at first. And <laughs> he's called, <laughs> he befriends he them. And
0: really, even after being run over?
2: Yeah, it, it's really what. Uh, the, the funny thing is, the, the the dad in it is John, played by Jim, John Gal, uh, who we know from Shrek. Yeah. Um, and he basically uh, hides this Bigfoot,
3: which his home is going to be endangered by the government, <laughs> who are going to come in and basically trash his home and build yeah. a
2: new housing estate on it, or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like. It goes from, like, happy-go-lucky
0: to the story of Avatar, um, but... Uh, oh, he doesn't fuck it, does he? But, no, no, <laughs> well... No, you does. said the story of Avatar. Do they have to join the Halo? <laughs> yeah. Jake, make the Halo.
2: <laughs> Take the Halo, shove it in the Bigfoot, you know. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, surprisingly, there was an actual TV series... Uh, oh, my God. Made out of it, which was kind of, like, Friends... <laughs> um, and will, you know uh, They're all sitting around And then this guy comes in dressed as a yeti
0: Oh nice Do we see an appearance of the holiday armadillo Um,
2: yeah. I, I, That'd be you know What I, I kind of never made it past the first episode What it, it,
0: <laughs> You're telling me you didn't set aside Hours of your life uh,
2: To be honest like It's one of those scenes I had it on TV
0: in the background when I was little Yeah, And I remember vividly remember moments from it but it's not it's not sh- sh- like it's not basically strong in my mind oh okay it's just, uh, is this um, is the sasquatch but, in that kind of like do, the wookies in the holiday special where they just kind of do human yeah, things well,
2: <laughs> i mean yeah well that's the thing like chewbacca you know yeah he might, he might be one of these you know like
3: uh, actors who've actually
0: played him, you mm. know, might be an actual Yeti, uh, Bigfoot,
2: you know. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> we um, do not know. But it's it's weird. It's that's it's another talk sort of show. I just remember it being on. I probably watched the film a couple of times
3: when I was younger. But mm. um, you know, Harry, you know, it's got a special place in somewhat some kids hearts i suppose <laughs> uh, but um but yeah uh, i mean there's been a lot of uh, renditions of uh, uh, bigfoot recently mm. um, obviously i yeah, had that dreamworks that film out uh, a bomb is it abominable Yeah, like where it's
2: like basically the himalayan
3: version of bigfoot okay um, goes on mis- mystical quest with uh,
0: bunch of kids, you know, not that the parents are concerned. When no, not kids,
2: at all. That's, that's, you know. <laughs> um, what else? What was that? Uh, oh, there's um, a film actually out this year called the Ball where this uh, yeti basically fucking rips the shit out of
3: people <laughs> as they go looking for him in the, the forest. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, it's... You
2: know, you you'd never get an A class film out of Bigfoot, but I think there should be there should be that time when someone makes one. I mean, Missing Link is my, the most uh, plausible film. Mm.
0: Um, I think um, I think a Bigfoot <laughs> film would work because obviously there is no definitive look of Bigfoot. There has been a lot of adaptations. <laughs> I think it would work well if they went for kind of like a Cloverfield approach, where you don't really see the monster. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, but
2: yeah. <laughs> There's been a few of those steady can I mean, I think there was one um, ABCs of Death. Hmm.
3: I think B, B is for Bigfoot. <laughs> um, check that out. That's quite. I
2: mean, that's only a short, but. Yeah. Yeah, there, there really hasn't been that. There's been amazing bits of content, but. There's just not really there's not been that groundbreaking film yet that's come out that's kind of
3: been believable type thing, but Yeah. I mean what, what are your views? Like what, what would you would
2: you say would you want to go out and search for him and if so, what would your big purpose be for searching for
0: him? See, I, I have a problem with this because I originally wanted to go searching for like people and things like that but then looking into it more and like you say with Bigfoot probably not wanting to be found same with the people. Yeah. I don't know whether I would want to but if I was to do it I, I think I'd do it purely for the purpose of documentation and for my own my own peace of mind I'm not planning to go out and kill it I'm not planning to bring back anything as evidence it's just for peace of mind in my own head
2: Yeah I, I, that's the thing and it's cu- the curiosity of it yeah just is like fascinating
0: mm. how about and you I would,
2: I would never want to capture it I would yeah. never want to put it in a zoo mm.
0: um
2: I just would like to know that he's he's out there and he's doing okay you know walking doing his daily things and I would like to know if it's true if he had spawned a family you know
3: there's, mm. there's, you're saying
2: multiple uh, cases etc yeah and, um but the other thing is now I'd like to take the scientific side of it is um what went wrong in the human evolution of it you know, yeah. like go is it
0: closer to the ape family mm. or is it closer to the human family is it, it's where that is it that Neanderthal that hasn't didn't grow
3: mm. and just
2: stayed as a Neanderthal, yeah and didn't develop and that's that'd be so there'd be so many answers to like mm. our evolution etc which would be absolutely fantastic to to really dive into and it mm. would probably be um a good case for like you know like scientific books and school research and um but yeah i, I yeah, I never
0: want to harm this thing No, I mean I think, I think To kind of answer the question that we said At the beginning of the episode Is the Sasquatch a descendant of a great ape or from Homo erectus I believe that it is a, Kind of like a mountain man that's especially, especially from that kind of Canadian folklore That's gone up into the mountains And has, like you say, evolved to be taller In order to then pick berries from trees And things like that And yeah. the way that it walks is to deal with that tougher terrain That we don't have to deal with on a day to day basis
2: We've kind of like some media have made him into like a fucking killer and
0: yeah, <laughs> just made him into something that you don't want to approach and you don't want to piss off, really.
3: Mm. I mean, with that, in the case that's with animal, any animal, if you piss them off with a stick, they're blatantly gonna turn around and bash you, yeah, bash a rock over your head, I think, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I've never. I've, i like to say it, but it, I, you know i've watched quite a lot of videos where people have gone in the forest and they're like they've got the shaky can thing going mm. on and they're like walking through a park and they spot it and then they see it sort
3: of running towards them and uh and basically <laughs> like
2: fell past it i mean a lot of this can be featured in that um there's like a 11 season
3: tv show yeah um, i think it was called finding bigfoot mm.
2: and god knows how many episodes there are but yeah uh, that was one of the things is about that show is that it repeated a lot of the content um and
3: interviewed various people like kids um right through to like just people who were just
2: passing by who apparently spotted this thing running towards them and then be like having to dart dart away from it and mm
3: post-cool and hide in from it and and um you know I, I again
2: we're back to this whole scenario of like do you do you basically like do you believe what you've seen and or to you just you know like take it with a pinch of
0: salt yeah
2: um but yeah
0: well, we're going to round up this episode of the Sasquatch podcast and whether or not you believe that it's a an ascendant of a giant ape or a Homo erectus, or if you're seeing it out and about, I think we can all say that what we've experienced, what we experience on a day-to-day life, that's just life. <laughs> so!
2: That's life.
0: That's life.
2: And remember guys, tune in to the every volume written of erotic
0: yes yeah get you if you're if you're into big men with big hairy cocks then yes (laughs) absolutely find those eroticas i'll have them linked in the show notes so you guys can find them yeah but but But, um, (laughs) whether it's not it's day or night evening enjoy your life and death and we will see you guys hopefully for the next episode of better show where we hope for it to be a better show thank you so much jeff jeff to jeff for joining us for this podcast jeff jeff out (laughs) i'll see you guys next week take care